Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Ineffably Sublime. I'm your host, Deej, and with me is Spirit of the Woodpecker, Mitch. Tell him hi. Hello. <laughs> we're happy to be back and we want to thank anybody who listened to the last episode our pilot episode i think we've got uh you know a nice little audience starting to gather and um it's it's been it's been very exciting so right off the top um thank you for all of that and we now have like a uh an open line posted on our page you can send us a voice message to express your thoughts and whatever and we can play them right on the show we can integrate them right in like it's nobody's business. So that'll be pretty cool. I would love for people to do that. Absolutely love it. Yeah. I mean, we had a few people already tell us, like, I wish that I could, you know, have chimed in. Now it might not be live. Uh, uh, you know, we eventually we have plans on doing all that fun stuff, but until we get to that point, we are just kind of, you know, shooting from the hip, but, um, you are welcome to leave us a voice message about your thoughts and opinions on whatever it is that you want. If it's from the last episode, that's fine. You can leave comments on on. Um, I believe these go straight to YouTube. So if you um, look up the episode on YouTube, you can leave a comment on there, and I will go and and look at those, and we'll read those. You know, whatever you know, whatever. I, we are open to the communication. Yep, absolutely. Yep. The more we hear from people, the better. I think because that means people like us or they don't like us or they want us to do this or that and i'm i'm all for it like open somewhat criticism not not real criticism construction construction yeah 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 yeah. like it's always good yeah yeah just don't say that we suck or something because i don't think i could handle that you know (laughs) well i don't like i don't like rejection i don't like you know (laughs) this isn't my first rodeo in the podcasting world so at least you have you know, you have me to fall back on, if anything. That's so that's true. You know, yeah. and uh, we're putting this out on the internet, and the internet is just a place full of lovely people. So, oh yes, yes, cream of the crop. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of cream and crops, today we're talking about Thanksgiving. And Ooh, nice segue. That's right. There you go. <laughs> we're talking about Thanksgiving and all of the lovely things that that come with the holiday and, and different debates and, and movies and fun stuff. And there's not a ton of them, but you know, we got, you know, we got some good stuff. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So jump on into another round of ineffably sublime. Flawless, sublime. So, for starters, the debate. Here we go. Segment number one. Mitch, should cranberry sauce be a mandatory part of Thanksgiving feast? Put me down as yes. I don't like cranberry sauce. I don't like cranberries. I don't like the way that they jiggle on the table. It looks weird. Um, I like cranberry juice. I like... You know, no, that's really about it. But, <laughs> but, uh, cranberries, yes, I, I always feel like you have, I don't say you have to have it. No, I do. I'm lying. No, you got to have it. It's just, I feel like that's the only time of the year that that ever gets brought out. I don't remember sure. ever seeing like in the middle of May being like, hey, let's have some cranberry sauce. <laughs> 
or, or the, you know, slumming I mean, out of the can there. Now, okay, so do, my wife makes homemade cranberry sauce. Oh, okay. She's not a fan of the uh, the jiggler in the can. Oh, oh it's gross. But yeah. she'll make she'll make homemade cranberry sauce, and it's always a hit, man. It's always, and I've had it. I'm just not overly fond of like. Now, listeners, last week I literally said that I would put chicken in my in my Captain Crunch, but I don't like cranberry sauce with my turkey and potatoes. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't care for it. I just think it's yeah. weird. Yeah, that's and that's okay. <sighs> See, okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of sound a little idiotic here, maybe. But I don't think I've ever even tried sauce. I think I was even just thinking initially just of you know the just the jiggly cranberry. That that's or is that considered the sauce like the jiggly? You flop it on the table and then you. That's cranberry sauce, and it's like in the shape of the, it's in the shape of the can. Yeah, so that's sauce. So then, what the hell do you? So do you? Okay. <sighs> yeah, people put it on their turkey. They'll put it on what? I don't okay. even know how to properly eat it, but like I don't care for it. No, I would rather have like cranberry wine. Ooh, that sounds like that would be good. I'm not much of a wine guy, but. I mean, like, there's, like, this winery here in town. Um, shout out to the winery at Wilcox. They have a, uh, it's called Wintry Nights. And it's, um, it's cranberry-flavored wine. And it's delicious. Okay. And it's always, a, it always accompanies our Thanksgiving uh, feast. So, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can I can accept that. But sauce on random foods, I'm just not like that. But like I said, yeah. I have neurodivergent tendencies, so I don't really mix foods as it is. I'm not much of a mixer either. Like Thanksgiving, oh, anytime that there's corn and mashed potatoes, that's pretty much the only two that I combine together. Sure. Well, I'm not a fan yeah. of lumps in my mashed potatoes, so if I put corn in there, then I just like to I just don't see. Oh, okay. I don't get a di you know the, I don't yeah. see the difference between the but which is messed up because like I just think that potatoes should be smooth. Yeah, like I was very potatoes? much. Yep, I was very much anti-lump in my mashed potatoes for, I'd say, a good 20, 25 years, and then I finally came around to it. It took a while, but I got there. I mean, um, I'm there now. I can handle mm -hmm. it. I just continuously tell myself these are just potatoes, so yeah, yeah, it's fine. But like, it just it's weird, and I don't appreciate it. But if I put corn in there, it's fine. It doesn't bother yeah. me at all. Yeah, and that's all right. That's that. I I. See, right there, I have no problem with what you just said there. That's totally normal. So now I'm back to this cranberry sauce thing. So I'm a little confused now. Because like I said, I thought... But I still say it should be mandatory, even though I won't touch it. It's just more of a aesthetic look, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Like, it's there. I'm thinking about other people, I guess. Like... You know, people always take pictures of, you know, their food at the table. So I Oh, so it's like, an, an aesthetic thing. An aesthetic thing, yeah. Yeah, even though I won't touch it. Um, but then again, this is another one of those, I've never tried it. I just, I just don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it, it, it flops around there on the, on the <laughs> pan or whatever. It just 
freaks me out. It's I just, just I standing there. Menacingly. Yeah, it's, it's just it's jiggling there looking at me, judging me or something. I don't know. I don't I don't like it. Uh but maybe I should try it though. But so it is kind of weird that I'm saying yes, it should be, even though I won't touch it. It just feels like one of those you know, side dishes that should be there. Right. Okay. I mean, so for aesthetic purposes, yes. Yeah. This this says cranberry sauce is a traditional Thanksgiving side. Uh, in many households, its sweet and tart flavor complements the savory dishes, adding a burst of taste to the meal. Some enjoy the contrast it provides, balancing out the richness of the turkey and other dishes. I didn't so, like some of those words there. No. <laughs> Like so tart. yeah, yeah, tart. Yeah. You're not a fan yeah. of the word tart. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a fan of the word tart. If something's tart, I'm usually out. I like tartness, but Do you? Yeah. when it's welcome, yeah. <laughs> and I also think that like saying that turkey is rich just seems, yeah, like turkey. the wrong the wrong adjective. No, yeah, that's another word I didn't care for. No, turkey's <laughs> just turkey. Yeah, yeah. Once you start throwing in words to describe foods like heart and rich then screw it i'm out i'll just i'll just eat noodles interesting and yeah all right well on to the next one here uh is it acceptable to put gravy on dessert no no, no. <laughs> what, what the hell what what kind of dessert like like pie like you wouldn't i don't put it know why like what kind of how i don't even think of a dessert that would have gravy on it acceptable to put gravy on a dessert no i just don't even yeah that's an unconventional combination i don't i don't agree maybe sweet potato pie but i don't like sweet potatoes very much so no no i could give or take we used to the way that my uh mom used to make sweet potatoes she would i mean it was more about the uh like the juice like the sweet potato juice she would put like a ton of like brown sugar in it. Oh yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I would pretty much just drink the juice, and I would nibble at the potatoes, but I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't go to town on them. You want to so, hear something wild, Mitch? I absolutely do. Of course I do. The other day, um, my wife bought purple sweet potatoes. Oh, I'm, I'm, wow. Yeah. So she she was super excited about it, and I was like, okay. You know, and I'm, I, I, I didn't really think anything of it because in my head, she she had already had them at some point and I had already like watched her eat them and dismissed it. But she claims that this was the first time they've ever been in my presence and her presence and that they come from Okinawa. All right. So oh. they're living, they're coming in from Karate Kid land. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. And, Miyagi. Yeah, right, right. And I'm looking at, I'm, I'm watching her make this and I'm looking at it and I'm like, why does this look delicious? Like, why does it look so much better purple yeah. than it does orange? It looked amazing. Really? And it was so vibrant. Huh. It was the most purple thing I've seen in a long... For food that yeah. wasn't, like, artificially colored, it was beautiful. And it you had this, it. like... I didn't taste it. Did you take a picture of it? No. Oh. But if, if she has one today for dinner, I will take a picture of it because yeah. she has a couple. Yeah, I need but, some sort of photo evidence of this. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, why does this look delicious? And she said, it's got a different texture than regular sweet potatoes. It's kind of cakey. Hmm. 
And I'm like, why? Why? I said, is it weird that it is more appealing to me than when a regular sweet potato? <laughs> and she's like, kinda. And I'm like, it looks good, but like, I yeah. I didn't try it because it just didn't right. sit right in my eye on my eye palette. I was like, this is freaking me out, man. Like, well, but yeah, it looks you, delicious. You got to ease into something like that. You can't just look at it, be kind of curious freaked out and eat it all at the same time no you can't. oh brother i i yeah, have I, I've, I have to psych myself up for months before i try new food <laughs> i we hear have to you plan for it we have to be yep. like hey in march you're trying i don't know stuffed peppers i'm gonna be like all right i'm yep. gonna i got three months to psych myself up yep i gotta have like motivational music in my head you know it's it it turns into this whole big ordeal with me like, oh man know, my gotta, buddy my buddy, one time, he was we were going to uh, the Dubois airport, and he was going to try uh, the Suicide Wings, and he was, like, in the car. He was, like, listening to, like, uh, Goku turning Super Saiyan 3 <laughs> Dragon Ball Z music in the car, like, psyching himself up, and he walked in with headphones on, and he was just, like, you know, his chest was pumping up, and he was just like, I'm, I'm fucking ready, bro. <laughs> kind of like... like uh, amazing. Yeah, pulling a Dwight Schrute always uh, listens to... Uh, what is it? Uh, Motley Crue, right before he's going on a sales. Like, there's like two different episodes he's with Jim, and they shut the door, and he just blares Motley Crue to get himself psyched up to to for this, uh, you know, sales uh, pitch that he's got to do. So I <laughs> I understand, I understand completely, because yeah, I yeah, yep, I got to have some sort of yeah music playing in the background, people cheering for me. Um, it's a, it's a whole big, it's a whole big thing. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't, I want it to go off without a hitch. When the, when mm -hmm. the day comes, I don't want anybody paying attention to me. I don't want, you know, if, if like, if I'm about to sit down and try new foods, I'm going to like, I want to get it on my own accord. I want to get as much of it as I want. I want to try it. I don't want anybody to look at me. And if I like it, I don't want anyone to be like, wow, you see what you've been missing the whole time? Like, I don't want any of that. I just want yeah. it to be like, that was good. And they'd be like, cool. And that's the end of it. No, I don't. I want a whole big. I want a whole big extravaganza. I want no. everybody staring. Because if nobody's staring at me, then I start making like a grunting noise or a moaning noise, like "ooh, ooh, should I try?" Ooh, you know, I kind of want the attention. Oh, and then, I see. Then I have everybody look at me, and then I'm usually <laughs> like, "Don't look at me," but I want you to look at me. Yeah, right, I'm, right. No, I'm kind of. I can be dramatic. Yeah. It's like, I can remember when I was, when I was little, I could be in my room, you know, like playing with my action figures, you know, just, you know, minding my own freaking business. And then out mm -hmm. of nowhere, just completely out of the blue, my parents would come and just make me do some kind of crazy task that I did not want to do. All right. And I gave them all sorts of pushback about it. And I stopped what I was doing, went and did the thing. And then when I came back in, they made this big deal about, oh, thank you so much for doing that and blah, blah, blah. Aww. See, was it that hard? And it just completely ruined the moment. You think I could go back to playing with my action figures? No. Oh, see, I would love that. I would nope. love I wanted. I just wanted it to go off without a hitch, man. Like, oh. that's fine. I'll do your thing, but don't make a thing of it. I don't want to, I don't want it to be a scene, you know. Yeah. Especially because I, I knew I felt like it was more or less sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. this is what you should have been doing in the first place. So thanks, yeah. like yeah. kind of thing. And I'm just it's like, like you're know. 15 years old and you're finally fucking taking the garbage out. You know, and it, yeah, like the sarcastic, like oh, what a good boy. Yeah, yeah, kind of condescending. It, it just took me yeah. out of it, and I'm just yeah. I wasn't into it. So whatever. <laughs> All right, number three. <laughs> number three here. Pumpkin number pie versus 
pecan pie. Oh, that's no, no, there's no debate on this. It's pumpkin pie all day long. Pecans can suck it. I don't like pecans. Well, now hold on. Okay. Now hold on. Okay, I love pecan pie. Mm. Okay, but I have a tree nut allergy. That's you do. Okay, so I can no longer have pecan pie. It's unfortunate. That is a shame. But I do not like pumpkin pie. Really? It is not my favorite thing. Deej. Texturally speaking, it is glorious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Taste-wise, I'm just not overly fond of it. Are you just over... Is it like a pumpkin thing in general? Like, Yeah, I'm just you, not into it. You're just like... Like, even like when they run the deals for the pumpkin lattes and everything pumpkin-related, you're, you're pretty much anti-pumpkin anything. Yeah, I'm like good for like... Like, when we had game night over there in the break room, I was like eating those pumpkin cookies that, that Tammy made. Oh, yeah. They were great, but that's about it for the year. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be get, eating any. But if I have pumpkin pie, it'll be one slice. Wow. My wife just bought a pumpkin pie at uh, our local grocery store here. And I believe it's already all gone. We destroyed it. Well, okay. So we have every year we have a Friendsgiving, which, which... This year was kind of out of the bag and a little short notice, but I you'll be on the docket for that, Mr. Mr. Bloom, at some point. <laughs> I'm down. I am yeah, down. You'll be on the docket for it okay. at some point, but uh, it was too short a notice this year uh, for, yeah. for that. But uh, our me and Tammy's friend, um, Amanda, she always asks us, you know, what kind of what kind of dessert she brings dessert which is going to segue into the number four segment should thanksgiving dinner be a potluck event so we're gonna, i'm gonna i'm gonna couple number three and four here yeah. and i'm gonna say she always offers like hey what can i bring dessert wise and she was the one who introduced me to brown sugar pie which i have introduced oh, you to oh that was excellent completely sublime yes I, brown sugar pie listeners it is delicious all it, right Sublime's not even a strong enough word for what it was. It was ineffably sublime. Oh, God, that was fantastic. I mean, that is my choice of pie when it comes to this, because it's basically like a way more delicious pecan pie with no pecans. There you go. There you go. See, and even at that, when I I had pecan pie, I wanted it with just like (laughs) one pecan per slice. Like, I didn't want... Just decorate the top. Like I didn't yeah. want nuts throughout the whole thing. I just wanted a little bit of it in like but that's just how I am. Yeah. Like I, I went to Dunkin' Donuts this morning and I got plain ass donuts. Oh, I don't understand that. I just like it. It's not I don't like really sweet things. Oh. And if it's gonna be really sweet, I don't need anything else in interfering. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but it's still crazy. I just, I, a dried original plain old donut, that that just makes my throat hurt thinking about it. Cause it but just, it wasn't necessarily, I mean, I have it with a cup of coffee. Yeah, but still, my donuts have to be fun. I like a fun donut, you know. I mean, I, I, I like a fun donut on occasion. Yeah, see, all that's all I can do. I, the tamest I will get is sprinkles with icing on them. That's, yeah, I don't, that, I don't that's like sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkles are a tad overrated. I mean, there's really they're they're nothing. You know, if anything, they get stuck in between your teeth and 
smile with a big sprinkle in between your teeth. Look like an idiot. But I'm a cream-filled guy. And it's got to be that, uh, not the pudding. I, I mean, I'll do pudding-filled. But it's got to be that sugar cream or whatever it's called. Butter, not buttercream, but like icing. Like that kind of cream in there. That's all. Right, right. Powder, I get, I get, I don't like powder donuts because I, I just make a mess. I look like, I look like Scarface after I eat a donut because I got white powder all over the place. <laughs> I'm with, I'm with you to a point, okay. but, but yeah. It got a little I, awkward there for, it got a couple, <laughs> got a little, got some dead air there, but. It, no, I, mean, I, true, I like, I, mean. I like. <laughs> I like powdered donuts. I I don't dislike sweet donuts. I just, yeah. you know, there I can only have a certain amount of them. Now I I can yeah. eat an infinite amount of just like the old fashioned plain cake donuts. Like, I mean, I I I keep you know like moaning like it's like you know just sacrilegious that you're saying this, but cause, I mean I will eat them. I mean some of them are good, you know, but but if I'm Spending my own money, I'm making sure that they're, you know, they're fun. I guess I don't know fun. I get like angry, like if they, if I say, hey, let me get an old fashioned, and they don't have them, and guess what, man, they are always out. They're the first to go. Really? So yeah, it's annoying. It annoys the shit out of me if I say, hey, can I get an old fashioned? Like, oh, we're out. Like, dude, it's eight a.m. How are you out of old fashioned? How are they the most popular donut? I thought I was like the minority. Yeah, the elderly community probably gets up early and gets it. What are you trying to say? I'm not saying that you're elderly. I'm just saying that your your choice in donuts is of the elderly variety. Listen, I have old man <laughs> tendencies. I get it. Oh, I do too. We all do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not. I, you know, I wasn't bashing you. You know, you know, I was kind of, in a way, stating a fact that you know that you know you go to you know people that are elderly and old people's houses they have just plain old regular old ass donuts there so ass that's donuts. what you look ass donuts. <laughs> but anyway but back to the pie i just want to say this our family we're a two pie family it's pumpkin and it's apple and that's pretty much Pretty much it. I mean, family members may bring other pies, but I don't notice them. To me, I'm a, I'm a two pie guy. I'm a pumpkin pie and an apple pie. Anything after that, I I really could care less. So apple pie. All right, my grandmother used to make an apple pie, mm-hmm. and it was it was delightful. Um, I'm not overly fond of apples. Just <laughs> delightful. Ca- it was. It was delightful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not overly- I found that so funny. <laughs> Oh, apples, uh, just in general, are, they have a very unpleasant texture. Sometimes they do, yes. They're and like I, I don't, I don't care for that. So my grandmother, I don't know what kind of apple she used to use. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was uh, the the green one, the Granny Smith. Oh, okay. I want to say that, but she cooked the shit out of them, like, Ooh. and they were soft, and they never had like a. It was almost like an apple sauce. It was inside the pie. Oh, like, that's the way to go there. Yes. See, and 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 now my wife makes an amazing apple pie, but it doesn't it doesn't hit the same because of the texture. Right. And um and I like it, and I I I can. It's one of those things that like just because I don't like the texture of it. I can still get through it without it being too bothersome. Yeah. 
Like, I, it's fine. Like, it, I, I like her pie. She makes a really good one. And I ask her every year and I say, like, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, offensive to what you're about to make. But can you make the apples a little softer? Yeah. Yep. And I she like usually a- doesn't do that. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. But it, it's okay. Like It is okay, though. It, yeah. Because, there's yeah, you really can't go wrong with an apple unless it's, well, we're going to go back to the word that I don't like, tart. You know, the, sometimes you can tell, like, when you bite into an apple pie, like, yeah, when it when the apple is like really hard and tart, I guess you could say. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but when it like just really makes your lips pucker, then I'm usually like, nah. Like, right. I'll I'll wolf it down, but yeah, I like a soft, gooey apple, nice and yeah. Nice. Now and- she makes this pie. I I don't exactly know. I don't like. I don't know what her recipe is. It's a mm-hmm. it's guarded, but. <laughs> she uh she you know makes the pie pretty traditionally she puts the the you know the apples in the in the pie itself and then she makes this like sauce mm-hmm. it's like a i don't really know how to describe it it's like a caramely brown sugary apple pie sauce and she kind of just dumps it over the apple pie nice she dumps it over the crust and everything and it kind of goes into the holes that are in the pie crust Oh, and just yeah. fills the pie up and then it like hardens kind of over the crust okay it makes like a like a creme brulee style crust huh it's really I... appealing like and it's delicious with ice cream like out al- you know what do they call it alamode yeah alamode yeah yeah it's delicious that way and and i and i love both their, i love both and my mom makes my grandmother's pies because my, my grandmother is um not with us anymore but she my mom has taken on the recipe and and it's so hard because like i've been asked before like who makes a better pie yeah oh like i can't choose between my 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 grandma my mother and my wife like i'm you know both of them right both of them have great appeal in different aspects yep yep absolutely Absolutely. so where do you stand on this do you think that that thanksgiving should be a potluck event like should somebody bring something well that that's how our family always did it. My wife's family never did it that way. So there was a bit of a cultural clash, you could say, between my family and Autumn's family. Because, like I said, for as once I moved out of the house, it was for Thanksgiving, what are you bringing? You know, and it's like your choices are this, this, and this. And when I was younger, I was pretty much, you know, dessert. You know, go to Walmart, get dessert, and get, you know, bring something to drink. Right. And then as the years went on, and it was like, okay, what are you making? So, with me personally, I say yes, it is a potluck. But like I said, you know, whenever I first came to Autumn's family, it was like, well, what are we bringing? She's like, we don't, we don't bring shit. Like, you just bring yourself. I was like, wow, this is wild stuff. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, so I'm going with just because this was how I was raised, that yes, it should be a potluck event. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I can I can attest to that. It's not, I'm ne- I'm neither here nor there. You know what I mean? I, I'm always like, it, you know, be courteous, bring something, bottle of wine, what, you know, whatever you're going to do. Like, yep. I, I'm I'm on board with that now. I, like we have Thanksgiving, you know, on Thanksgiving Day, we're going to my sister in law's and we're bringing like rolls and I'm making cream corn. Do you ever have that cream corn that I made? No. So that homemade cream corn. 
I remember you talking about it, but I don't think you ever did you. I don't think you ever brought it in or anything, did you? I don't know, man. But let me I put you on. You let me put you on. To, it is <clears throat> out of this world. Hmm. I think cream corn is absolutely disgusting. Like from a can. Yes. It, it is, is so it unwelcomed. Is it is absolutely terrible. And I remember yep. I was standing inside the grocery store. This was like, man, this is we're we're talking like my wife and I weren't. I don't even think we were married yet. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, Thanksgiving's this week. I'm going to make cream corn. I said, nobody's going to eat that. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, cream corn is disgusting. She's like, homemade cream corn? I'm like, homemade cream corn? What yeah. are you on? Like, yeah. what are you on about? And I remember just giving her so much shit for it. Like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then she's like, well, we're going to take corn. You know, you take frozen corn. You add, like, you know, you add uh, some cream. You add a little bit of cream cheese. Like, mm. um, you add, you know, some butter. And you put it in the crock pot. And you kind of just like let it let it go, and like, dude, holy shit! Wow, it blew me out of the water. I was like, this is the greatest thing that I've ever had. That is, yeah, it would take a lot for me to try this, but I, I would try. I trust you. I know you. Listen, would. it's not like it's not like you know you don't you don't taste like a ton of cream cheese. It's just a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, it just adds to the creamy. It gets a little heavy cream. It's like kind of like an Alfredo for corn nice but it's not like you know you don't add parmesan or anything so you skip mm. that part yeah but like dude it is always a huge hit everybody who's tried it has been like that's nuts like that's so good i don't know how yeah. you managed to create this magical thing but like <laughs> I, I i look forward to it every year that, and yeah. it's just incredible like yeah, i highly recommend fun. it yeah. if we have a potluck sometime before between now and christmas at work I, i'm bringing it Okay. Yep. I'll be very, uh, very interested to see what this is about. Cause yeah, like, yeah, cream corn. My, I still remember this. This is another one of those weird stories when I was growing up. It's not as gross as wiping my food in the bathroom. Yeah. So no one's going to get grossed out. But, um, that went over well. What are you talking about? It did. It went over some way. Yeah. It was very much talked about. Um, so I would have to go to my, dad's house every other weekend growing up well we would go to my grandparents sometimes on my dad's side and at least two times in my memories my grandma would always she'd always say hey i'm making burgers and corn for for supper all right well not only was it cream corn gross but the burgers were soybean burgers which i don't know if you've ever tried a soybean burger but there is, those are the most grossest thing. I'd rather just, I'd much rather just went outside and just eat the grass than to Ugh, eat. Was the surge on a rye bun? It was not. It was actually on. <laughs> if it would have been on a rye bun, I, rye bun, I probably would have just walked home, you know. <laughs> but it was, it was on that a regular, regular burger bun. And she, I mean, she did have cheese, and I, I mean, I loaded that thing up with so much cheese and ketchup. And I, I wolfed it down, but yeah, I mean, I didn't, cause I didn't even know what a soybean burger was, or I think they call it soy burger or something. She Gross. would call it soy. She didn't know how to pronounce it. So she would, cause I remember the one, I was like the second time we got it. She's like, Hey, I'm making the soy burgers. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit. I'm like, this is good. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to eat now? Yeah, so, dude, that sounds awful. I, I would yeah. not try that. Yep. Yep. Soy I won't even try like, I won't even try like Burger King's impossible Whopper. Cause no. No, I don't no, care how much you tell me it tastes like a burger. Yep, 
you shouldn't be saying that. Hey, this almost tastes like a burger. Like, <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Yep. Yep. It's like I would that. rather you lie to me. Yep. You lie to me and be like, that's a burger. Be like, all right. And then have me be like, that's delicious. And be like, yeah. ah, that wasn't even a burger, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So there we go. All right. More, so more, more stories of me growing up. I'm sure hey, I'm going to have some other doozies, I'm sure. Keep them coming, man. Yeah. All right. So is it acceptable to start Black Friday shopping before Thanksgiving dinner is over? What are you doing? Yeah, Leaving? Yeah, no, that makes no sense. I'm I'm okay with see I was very much anti uh Black Friday being actually on Thanksgiving. Those first couple years that they did it, I was I was one of those, you know, shaking my fist, you know, like, I can't believe they're doing this crap. You know, it's like Black Friday's Black Friday. But then as the years have gone on, I've been a little more acceptable to it. You know, people like eat like eating and then going shopping. Not this crap of going shopping before eating huh yeah. i mean i'm going i think we are going to go black friday shopping before we go to dinner which I is another it hot it's another hot button topic debate like what time is thanksgiving dinner because ours is like at like 1 30 yeah that, that's what i was gonna say like what time is this dinner like if it's you know because sometimes they'll do five six o'clock it's like all right well if it's in the evening then and you don't have a lot of cooking to do then all right go ahead go shopping for a little bit but not everything yeah but i i'm still going to say it is not acceptable okay i can yeah. understand that yeah now i'm gonna go beforehand is that acceptable no well where are you going big lots i think you're just doing just like one you're just gonna do like a drive-by like drive to big lots do a little yeah there's shopping a sale going on and like within the hours of the sale that's like the time that we decided that we could go okay like if it's like one stop i would i would be okay with it not like a full-on oh we're going here then we're going here then we're going here. like you know like what some people like to do when they you know they just go you know balls out and you know go crazy with shopping uh, but with you, I'll, I'll say what you're going to do is acceptable. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, so. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So let's see. We're about half an hour in. So let's do one more of these on the debate side, and then we can move on. And then I wanted to see, do you want to maybe push the the movie discussion to a separate episode? We could do that. Okay. Yeah. That way, that way we don't run like super long because that was yeah. another thing people were saying like, oh, two hours, <laughs> man, that's a yeah. long episode. Yeah, we we went we went really long. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. number six here is uh, the stuffing inside the turkey or outside the turkey. I don't like stuffing, so I don't really give a crap where it's at. You don't I, like stuffing? I, no. If if there's no uh, if there's no vegetation in the stuffing. Then I'll eat it, which is basically just a big old glob of bread and gravy, basically. Right. Well, um, I have something else I can put you on to. Ooh, go for it. Oh, man, it's delicious. All right. So usually, let, let me just weigh on this debate. I don't care where it's where the stuffing's at. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 
Anyway, usually what I do is I, I sometimes, it depends on how much mashed potatoes are there. If there's a lot of mashed potatoes being served, I will have some with dinner. If there isn't, I will skip the mashed potatoes entirely and I will take some home along with some stuffing because next day, and this is something that I learned about since I've been married to Tammy, that if you take stuffing and mashed potatoes and put it into it, each other, into a bowl, mix them together, into a ball and then put them on a frying pan with some oil and fry them into like little potato cakes. Oh, holy moly, brother. The, the, the soybean burger gram and the cream corn gram, that gram did that same stuff with the mashed potatoes with the, make them in all oh my God, those are great. Yes, they are. They are yeah. absolutely incredible. Little stuffing mashed potato patties. Holy moly, man. I look forward to it every year and I'm, wholeheartedly okay with skipping my mashed potatoes and stuffing consumption on thanksgiving just so i can have that shit the next morning because damn yeah yep yep i get you with the now i didn't we never added the stuffing to it but she would do that with the mashed potatoes oh my god dude the stuffing is a whole other level like it you know like you said if there's not vegetation in it and it's just like bread and whatever like dude so good yeah yeah like and i never ever thought to do it before yep Yep, that's a hey, that would be a good combination there. That would be, yeah. Um, I highly recommend it. It's always a nice, and I have them for breakfast. Really? Yeah. That probably would be a good breakfast. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah, like I'm, one of my I'm, favorite things ever. The day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday breakfast, dude, so good. Oh, I bet. I bet. Huh. Yeah, I'll have to think about that one. But yeah, yeah, like I said, when it comes to stuffing, inside, outside, whatever i right i'm, I'm no i yeah like I said, i'm more than likely not going to eat it anyway right and i mean not for nothing the number seven topic was are the leftovers superior to the main feast and in some cases yes leftover yeah. turkey is better yep i i'm a hundred percent with you on that i love everything leftover i hate the when you open up the leftover turkey because it smells like a big rancid fart but but it <laughs> still tastes good after you eat it you know once That's you start funny. eating it when when I worked at Subway, we would when we open up the 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 turkey in the packages, it uh, smelled like that. Uh, I hate the smell. Like it's one of those. I am exaggerating here, but it's like when I open up the Tupperware to to air out the the turkey, I usually walk away. Which <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna be like really exaggerate, be like, oh, I open it up and I run to another room. Uh, I'm, I'm not that crazy, but. I do kind of hold my breath, open it up, and kind of pretend to do something else while it, you know, the air airs itself out. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to lose your appetite before you yep. eat it. You know, because yep. it I is feel a that horrible smell, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that definitely. Uh, people are gonna be like, "Man, Mitch is so freaking weird." It's okay, man. The weird you know people what? are the ones that they remember. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I even had one person say, I can't believe you actually admitted some of that stuff on on the Dude, you people don't know me. I, I don't care. Like, I have book, no shame. Man. Yeah, I used to have shame. I used to be, you know, hidden and withdrawn and wouldn't say anything. Now, I'm, I don't give a crap. Like, this is, if if what I say helps somebody break out of their shell and be like, well, if this moron does it, then I'm maybe not so much of a moron. <laughs> That's all. That's all I'm here for. I'm, I want. I want to help one person out, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So if you open up the turkey container and 
run outside while it airs out. Hey, baby, I'm with you. I know. I, how, I know how you feel. Awesome. Well, that that is going to conclude the uh, opening debate section. Let's uh, let's learn about some interesting Thanksgiving traditions. Mitch, you want to you want to take it away on the first one? Yeah, the first one. So uh, every year they do the president will come out and do a turkey pardon. So this dates back to 1947. It was the chosen turkey was quote unquote pardon and spared from becoming part of the Thanksgiving feast. These turkeys often live out their days on a farm or a petting zoo. So 1947's when, I don't know who the, who would have been the president? Wouldn't have been, it was right after what, Truman? Or would it have been Truman? I don't know, who, I'm not good with presidents. Let's see. We, I could Google it, but. It was Truman. Was it Truman? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, cause Truman, yeah, cause I was one of Truman's first things was the, the bombs, I believe. The atomic yeah, bombs. That, is, okay. that is true. So it was Truman. Hey, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, number two here uh, Thanksgiving Parade's origin. The first Thanksgiving Parade was not held in New York City, but it was held in Philadelphia in 1920. Um, wow, man. Like, my grandma was alive for that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it was organized by Gimbel's, a department store as a way yeah gimbal's department store as a way to celebrate the uh season and attract shoppers and i believe th there's an association somewhere with gimbal's and macy's oh okay did like macy's buy out gimbal's or something like that or, or it turned into gimbal's or, or, yeah. or something along those lines now okay. it's the macy's thanksgiving day parade yeah but gimbal's was in the movie elf so it's still really? around yeah oh, do you okay. do you remember in the movie elf um when he's like walking or he gets kicked out of the uh empire state building and the one guy's like go back to gimbals i don't remember that <laughs> yeah he says that to him he's like why don't you go back oh. to gimbals like <laughs> so it's definitely wow. has some it's gotta be okay. i don't know there's probably more to it yeah yeah like i said i never would have guessed that i just would have assumed that it was it was always the macy's day parade so yeah, yeah I'll, hit number, I'll, yep, I'll hit number three here um, the first Thanksgiving feast in 1621 likely didn't feature some of the modern staples. Historians believe that the pilgrims and Native Americans feasted on deer, fowl, seafood, corn, beans, squash, and other local produce. Well, that's not too far off. I mean, no. corn, beans. What's I, fowl? Isn't fowl like, uh, like a, like a chicken? Oh, okay. Isn't that what fowl? I think that's what a fowl is. I think it's like a, a feathered or feathered friends. Uh, okay, fowl all right. Is um, yeah, a bird of the order Galliformis that is kept for its eggs and flesh. A rooster or hen. Yeah. Okay, so so there we go. Eventually, just turned into turkey. I yeah. Interesting. So that's, yeah, so that's really not that far off. No. No. Yeah, I learned last year when I was doing what came up uh, that Thanksgiving is just as odd, odd as a holiday as any of them, and it turned into what it is now, oh, just through time and and um, you know originality and and different things like that that just kind of became what it is, and yeah, it's very far off the beaten path. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of these holidays, yeah, like it is crazy when you learn the origin of most of these holidays. It's like. Man, that's not even close to what what we do now. Yeah, it's strange. Yep. Just wait till we do Christmas, man. You'll be like, wow. 
Oh, it's gonna blow my brains. No, blow. I don't freaking know. It's gonna blow your brains out. It's not gonna blow my brains out. <laughs> it's gonna blow your mind. It is gonna blow my mind. I guess that's another way. Another way of saying it's gonna blow my mind. It's gonna blow my brains. It's gonna blow your brains uh, wide open. Jesus. Oh, All right, uh, number God. four, the turkey trot tradition. Uh, the term turkey trot originated in the late 19th century to describe the, a foot race or fun run held on Thanksgiving Day. Participants often dress in festive attire, and the events have become a popular way to burn off calories before the big feast. Oh, okay. I've never even heard of that, but okay, sure. Yeah, uh, well... I fun story i hope my wife doesn't listen to this back when uh i don't think we were married yet uh i guess all the county employees do what's called like a turkey trot they go uh bar hopping from place to place and then get all shit-faced and everything and i didn't want to go so i tried to stay home well it hadn't even it wasn't even dark yet and I get a phone call from one of her coworkers saying, uh, you're gonna need to come and get Autumn. She is like absolutely plastered. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like, okay. So I get there and apparently she shut down the bathroom, we'll say, in, in the one bar. She just threw up everywhere. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, Easily, probably the drunkest I ever saw her. That's we relatable. Had, yeah, and we had just moved into our house. And where we lived before was a really nice community. Bunch of older people surrounding us. We get home. Well, she had already, this was already after she had cried on three different occasions when I told her where I was parked. Um, and it was too far. So then we finally get home. I turn and get something i look and she's literally army crawling in the front yard because she can't walk so that was a nice little surprise for the neighbors seeing my you know <laughs> but at this time we're 20 whatever we were 24 you know so it's like you know this wouldn't be the first time but yeah this was a yeah the, the, i think that was might have been one of the last times she ever did it it still talked about many times even all these years later uh, yeah it was turkey trot bar hop <laughs> yep yep turkey that's funny hay. yep or they what did they call it turkey crawl i think is what they call it i don't know if they do it every i'm assuming they do it everywhere but i think yeah bar crawl called. turkey crawl makes sense turkey, yep yep huh. interesting yeah. oh yeah that was great good times so <laughs> <laughs> all right so Oh, let's see. Number five. We're work. Canadian Thanksgiving timing. Okay. So Canada celebrates its Thanksgiving on the second Monday of October, while the, wow. uni while the United States celebrates it on the fourth Thursday of November. The Canadian holiday predates the American one and is linked to explore Martin Frobisher's 1578 voyage. Good old Martin Frobisher. Well, that's odd. I wonder how yeah. that differs. That's what I'd like to know, too. You always see that. Like, I always saw that on calendars. You know, because you'd always see, like, other, you know, like, what's uh, what's uh, Canada's other thing they do? Boxing Day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you always see, you know, it's like, what the hell is Boxing Day? And then you would see 
in October, it would say Thanksgiving, and then in parentheses, it would say Canada. And it's like I've never oh, seen that. Yeah. Yep. I have a uh, Bob's Burgers uh, calendar in our kitchen, and we were just looking at that, but not too long ago, and we were we noticed that. I have a and calendar was, right here. I'm going to look right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. October 14th, Thanksgiving, Canada. Yep. It's also Columbus Day for America. Really? Yeah. So did, I don't know, I was going to say, did Frobisher and Columbus, did they, well, that whole Christopher Columbus story, that's a, that's an eye-opener that, you know, they did not teach you in school. Yeah, so, yeah, that's for a whole other episode there. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought, I thought for a second, like, did Frobisher and Columbus, did they... You know, did they take off at the same time? But that's not even the same year and crap. Oh, maybe next Columbus Day we'll uh we'll, we'll talk hit about it. how yeah, how uh, <laughs> a fine human being old Christopher Columbus was. Right, right. <laughs> so uh number six, uh and as 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 you listeners hear me and Mitch go back and forth, uh lately I've been I've been traversing in in um I don't even know if traversing is the right way to say it, but I've been expressing my opinion on on how weird of a of a sport I think football is, just sports in general. Um, and and that's what he said in the last episode, the uh, the great football debate. It's coming. We're gonna do an episode about it at some point. It's gonna when be you great. Say, yeah, you what you did want to, what you meant to say with traversing was you're annoying. You're annoying everybody, us, us sports fans. Well, I, I won't get into no. it right now, but that you know, football is not my forte, and I have weird opinions about it. So we'll we'll get there at some point. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it's gonna be a good one. Oh, We're gonna yeah, get a I good debate wait. going. I can't wait. Uh, so number six is the football tradition. Uh, watching football on Thanksgiving has become a cherished holiday traditions in many households, except for mine. Uh, the Unfortunately, named Detroit Lions have hosted a game every Thanksgiving Day since 1934, and the also unfortunately named Dallas Cowboys joined in with their own Thanksgiving Day game in 1966. Yeah. So, football yeah. does not happen at my house on Thanksgiving. Oh, it happens. That's all that's going to be on TV at our house every day, all day, every day. If it could, it's on my it's on my screen. Um, but I get it. I get people not liking it. Um, I don't get it, but I get it. Uh, there's times being a Steeler fan that I wish I wasn't a football fan, but <laughs> <laughs> because they're so, they drive me nuts. Every sports team drives me nuts. That's the way um, it goes. Yep. Yep. So there's, there's times I wish I was like you, where I was like, I wish I wasn't even watching this. I wish I wasn't so invested in this, in this freaking team. Um, but yeah, yeah, like I said, we we always have it on in our house. Yep, every year, it's always uh yeah one o'clock games usually always the Detroit game, and then the four o'clock's usually thanks or uh, yeah Thanksgiving, Dallas, and then now within the last ten years they actually do a primetime game now, um, where they do one at night, and that's just two random teams that they pick. So. Huh. Well, uh, listeners, it should be. It should be the Butterball Turkeys versus the uh, Kraft Stuffing Team. That's the way I see it. <laughs> that makes way more sense. There you go. There uh, but you we're going to get into that another time. Number yes. seven, Squanto. Good old Squanto. The old Squanto Native American. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's For American. a long time, my brother called it Squato. Squato. Okay. I don't know why. 
Isn't there a Star Wars character named Squado? Um, I think in the uh, prequel trilogy. What's his name? Squado. The oh, what the hell's his name? The one that, the one that uh, owns Anakin and his mother. That's the flying. His name wasn't Squado. It's not right? Squado. Oh, it was close. It's close. It sounds okay. right, but it, I, yeah. it's got to be close. But I don't think it's Squado. Okay. Yeah. He's like he's like an Ar- like an Armenian. Yeah. Like an Ar- <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> like an Armenian the, shop owner. Yeah. That 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 for or uh, Phantom Menace. It sure does have some between those. Uh, the ones that were basically like Chinese guys, you know, oh, oh, they'll come to Jedi. And it's like, oh, dude, come on. Like, come on, George. You know, and then this guy, you know, his name is Watto. Like, Watto, okay. All right. So I was close. Squatto, Watto, Squanto. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, so Squanto, a Native American of the pot, is that Pawtucket? Pawtuck, Paw, 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 Toxic, whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah. We're literally just, they're rolling in their graves right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he played a crucial role in the survival of the pilgrims. He taught them essential agricultural skills, including how to cultivate corn and other crops, otherwise known as maize. Well, there we go. That's back. back. I remember I learned that back when I was in like elementary school. Yeah. Back yeah. whenever we learned about uh, the cornucopia and how it was part of the uh, Fruit of the Loom logo. And guess what? Yes. That never existed. That's right, because you're, uh, what was that, that Mandela thing that we went on? Mandela effect action going on here, so that's that's for a whole other episode, but yeah. Oh my god, I still, I still know for a fact Sinbad was, did Shazam. Yeah, well. Yeah. (laughs) And I know for a fact that Fruit of the Loom had a cornucopia in it. Yep, me too, me too. That's how everybody in that class learned what a cornucopia was. Yep. There you go. Look Good at old... your underwear. Look at your shirts. That's a cornucopia. <laughs> that shit never existed. Nope. nope. What reality are we living in? I don't know. I don't it's, know. Especially today with some of this stuff I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go uh, Thanksgiving as a national holiday. So old Abraham Lincoln proclaimed Thanksgiving a national holiday in 1863. But it wasn't until 1941 that Congress officially established the fourth Thursday in December as the uh, day of celebration. I November. did not know that. What did I say? Oh, it, it did say you November. Said December. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was scrolling there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. November. I still didn't. That I had no idea. I just assumed that it's been like that for much longer than 19. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's interesting. So the 40s, they do a lot of... 41 was when it was official, officially on a Thursday, and then you had Truman, what year was that, 47? Yeah, 47. That he he did the turkey pardoning. So the 40s were really, really alive with Thanksgiving stuff. Huh. Yeah. Now, this is the so, one that blows my mind. Yeah, as I said to uh, everybody here, Christmas is a very odd um, holiday, and a lot of things you might not know why we do what we do, but Jingle Bells... Was a it's a very popular Christmas song, probably one of the top five popular Christmas songs. It was originally a Thanksgiving song written by James Lord Pierpont, composed in 1857, and was originally titled "One Horse Open Sleigh." Over time, it became associated with Christmas, but yeah, yeah. When you I, ring uh, bells in Thanksgiving, like jingle bells, or did they, or was jingle bells? But did they start the song with the court? I don't know. Yeah. 
because I've, I've never heard of anybody, you know, chiming the Thanksgiving. But then again, this was 1857, and a lot of the modern-day Thanksgiving stuff was obviously how we just said in the 40s. So it'll be interesting to know, like, what the lyrics were of the very first one. Like, did it actually start Jingle Bells? And were so there... the original lyrics are dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh or the fields would go, laughing all the way, bells on bobtail ring. So, yeah, it's the same. Okay. Um, chorus is uh, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle All the Way. Yep. it's, wow. And then it goes into a day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride, and soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. Ooh. The horse was lean and lank. Misfortune seemed his lot. We got into a we got into a drifted bank, and then we got upset. I did not know that there was a uh, past tense of upset. No, I was say I started getting a little kinky there. Him and old Fanny May or Fanny, what was her name? Fanny Bright. Fanny Bright. <laughs> Fanny May is uh, isn't Fanny May like student loans? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, see. Whatever. A day or two ago, a story I must tell. I went out in on the snow, and on my ass I fell. Wow. A gent was riding by on a one-horse open sleigh. He laughed as I was he laughed as I there sprawling lay, but quickly rode away. <laughs> now while the ground is white, go it while you're young. Take the girls tonight and sing the slaying song. Wow. Just get a bobtailed bay, 240 at his speed. And hitch him to an open sleigh and crack. You'll take the lead. Ooh. Wow, man. Wow. 1857. Yeah. Explicit lyrics. <laughs> um, sounds like he wants to bone Fanny Bright. Parental um, advisory, he, man. Yeah. yeah Holy he, moly. He, he hit a bank and what his his legs were sprawled around and people were laughing at him. Yeah. I went out on the snow and on my ass I fell. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That is nuts, dude. I've never. <laughs> oh my god, I'm choking. <laughs> wow, that is insane. Yeah. Wow. Huh. I I don't even know. Well, I think we should just leave leave it at that. Ah, uh, um, yeah. That's yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Old Wait Pierpont, a minute. He, it sounds sure like Pierpont kind of had like this was a. Uh, like a biography kind of song like this this happened to him he picked up a chick they de they decide to go somewhere <laughs> they hit a bank she's probably maybe trying to you know maybe they're like making out or she's giving him you know something hit a bank he's laying her on the ground on his ass and somebody comes by and laughs at him Someone's like, hey, hey there, Lord Jimmy, how was your night last night? <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> let me grab my guitar here real quick. Yeah. And let me... <laughs> Dashing through the snow. And they're like, holy shit, brother. They're like, this Dude, that was a hell Facebook, of a... they're like, damn, this dude's making TikToks before TikTok yeah. was even thought of. Yeah. And where did poor Fanny go after? He talked about <laughs> picking her up. And, they, and then once they hit the bank, you, we don't hear anything about Fanny. Yeah, what, what happened to Fanny Bright? Yeah, what happened to Fanny? Fanny might have been uh, DOA. You know, maybe she hit something. I don't know. Poor Fanny. Huh. Yeah. But he does say what? What, towards the end, he does say, grab your girl and lay some hay? or Something like that, yeah. Yeah, lay your, yeah, grab your girl and grab some hay or whatever the hell he said. So maybe that was still about Fanny. Fanny might have been a slut. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's see uh, here. I'm trying to find out. Um, J.P. Morgan. Wait, all right. The, the popular song Jingle Bells, written in 1850 by James Pierpont, the nephew of J.P. Morgan, hmm. a well-known financier. Yeah. He was so, a Unitarian minister for Medford, Mass. There was a song reportedly written. It was inspired by sleigh races held in that town. It is speculated that it, it was not originally a Christmas song, but was written for Thanksgiving. Huh. As was Over the River and Through the Woods to Grandmother's House We Go. Oh, wow. Uh, huh. Let's see. So they were like Fast and Furious before Fast and Furious was a thing. Yeah. It says yeah. the original title was One Horse Open Sleigh, and the reworked title, Jingle Bells, is actually a command, which should include a comma in as jingle comma bells not a oh. type of bell these bells are tied to a bobtail and a reference to a workhorse's dock tail as for miss fanny bright a curious name if there ever was one yeah. no one but pierpont seems to know for sure who she was if she <laughs> was even real at all wow given that he was a minister it is doubtful that the name is a body pun one thing is for sure she is not Fanny Bryce, the famous Zigfield Follies girl, as it is sometimes mistakenly sung. Well, like obviously. me as a child, Bryce would have been born at, or wouldn't be born for another 40 years. Hmm. Oh, there's a, it says here at the bottom, it says, by the way, there are similar curiosities about Parson Brown from Winter Wonderland. Oh. Maybe Fanny Bright knows him. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, Fanny wasn't giving it to old Pierpont, but she was banging Parson Brown. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is maybe. Wait, what? How does? How does it? Uh, we'll have to. We'll have to talk about Fanny May, or I keep wanting to call her Fanny May, Fanny Bright and Parson Brown. Yeah, because what? What is it in the lyrics about? We'll pretend that he is Parson Brown. Parson Brown. So, so Fanny Bright and Parson Brown just might be two just nobodies, or they could be. Oh my God! I mean, they could be victims of some sort of holiday murder. You know, if they if she went riding with Pierpont down through this, you know, fucking race or whatever. I mean, it, it's super weird because the lyrics. <laughs> it says, "Who is Parson Brown?" To understand it is important to note that while the song is a largely popular Christmas song. It is never and never never actually mentions Christmas, which I've been saying that for a long time. There's a, there's a few Christmas songs that can be played all winter long. Winter yeah. Wonderland is part of that. Let It Snow is part of that. They never actually mention Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Um, exactly. It says instead the song is about marriage and romance during the winter. The couple in the song builds a snowman in a meadow and then pretends it is Parson Brown, who asks if they are married. The couple says they're not married, but Parson Brown can wed them when he's in town. Ooh. So Parson actually is another word for clergyman, okay. especially a Protestant pastor. According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the word has gone largely unused since 1980, but has uh, it's been on the decline since the 1800s. Oh, we need to so bring whether it you back think then. whether you prefer Bing Crosby or Michael Bublé, Tony Bennett or Pentatonix or any other artist performing Winter Wonderland this season, you'll no longer need to wonder about the snowman named Parson Brown. Hmm interesting so yeah a, i don't know so it's just find somebody to make their nickname parson so we can bring bring parson back if uh <laughs> if, if nobody's saying the name anymore let's bring it back i mean you could just become ordained and then just be like yeah, parson, parson bloom, bloom. 
Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. So wild hit, stuff. That's right, man. Hit him with yeah. number 10 and then we'll move hit on. Up eight. Oh, here we go. I didn't see. We talked about cranberries. I didn't even know this. Okay. <laughs> so we got the crown cranberry bounce test. You can test the freshness of cranberries by bouncing them. Fresh cranberries will bounce due, due to their air pockets while older ones won't. So you're talking about like, like, like slapping them, like when you bounce them, like, I don't, I don't know, like drop them. I guess. Or like when you flop them out of the can and then watch it bounce. I think they're talking about fresh cranberries. Oh, I'm thinking cranberry sauce again. All right. God damn it. <laughs> well, it's like batteries, but you can do the same thing with batteries. Yeah. If a battery bounces, it's dead. I think yeah. if it hits the ground and just so, stays, uh, it's a dead, it's a full battery. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you pick up a battery and drop it, yeah, then and then it like if it bounces up, then it's like it's dead. No shit. Yeah, but if you drop it and it like it hits with a thud and kind of stays put, that's it's got it's got life in it. Oh, I'm gonna have to try that. All right, so yeah, I yeah I was reading this as cranberry sauce again because I was like, well, how would how would us okay? So if it's actual cranberries. Hmm. Yeah, it's not flubber. I mean, if it what if it came out and just bounced around the whole fucking room and you had to catch it? That was part of it. I think it usually does. Thanksgiving right. tradition, you have to catch the cranberry sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like Thanksgiving dinners are now being hosted in in gymnasiums across America because yeah. <laughs> cranberry sauce has been integrated with flubber. Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff's gross. Just gross. What a great movie. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen it, but what I do remember, it was funny. Hell yeah! Yep, yep. All right, Robin so yeah. Mitch has Mitch has gone out of his way to find common Thanksgiving injuries to avoid. So we're moving on to the uh, section of news stories, um, crazy news stories, and these are we're going to open it up with the most common Thanksgiving injuries to avoid, written by the yeah. Babylon team in. November of last year. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, number one is always going to be car accidents. Um, so just always please, you know, no no drinking and driving, because I think that's what they say. Um, it, it's usually increased. 29% uh, of Thanksgiving Day traffic fatalities include a driver who was under the influence. So, you know, there's all sorts of different ways to, to get around anymore. So, uh no drinking and driving. Um, right, right. And it says here too, stop driving and rest if you become groggy. So no driving under the influence of tryptophan, okay? Yep, yep. No be eating a whole bunch of turkey and then deciding to leave. Right, right. Um, yeah. So number See, number two, two here is fires. Yep, yep. And I would assume a lot of this comes from um, oven. And then turkey frying is a big one. So if you're in, I've never had a deep fried turkey, but I, I hear it's the, I hear it's the, um, the snake's hips. Snake's hip. I've never heard that term. <laughs> so it's, it's like, like the, you know, the bees, bees knees, knees, the cat's the pajamas. Hip. Yeah. The snake's okay. hips. <laughs> yeah, we did a turkey fryer one year. I think we, there was a patch of our yard that never grew grass for like, I think, felt like 10 or 15 years. It was really good. And we didn't, you know, we never like full on had a fire fire, but. Yeah, there was enough grease and everything that that spilled out. That yeah, we had a nice little 
round brown patch for the longest time. Yeah, every time you mowed the grass, you'd be like, I thought, man, that turkey was fucking delicious. That was some good, yeah. <laughs> uh, so number three, going back to with fires, burn injuries, and other cooking accidents. So just, you know, uh, yeah, burns from oil in the turkey fryer. I, I, this time of year is when, you know, I start seeing a lot of, like, TikToks and Facebook reels and stuff of, you know, turkey fryers and, you know, just grease and oil just flying all over the dang place yeah, it, it's very easy to, to burn the shit out of yourself yeah um, yeah definitely be careful boiling water too i don't that one that one blows yeah. my mind i feel like we're reading a work module right now yeah i know it's like <laughs> we're like falls HR. injuries <laughs> yeah it's, the safety people yeah <laughs> like, uh yeah, yeah so whether you, it's you, rushing around the grocery store or battling through crowds and packed retail stores on black friday or running around the pool at a friend's house slips and falls are pretty common so you know, five take five seconds for safety and assess the area and make sure that you don't yep. uh, do that. Yep. Then we got food poisoning because, of course, you know, uh, you got your salmonella or what's that? Oh, what's that word? Clostodidium clostididium perfungus. Perfungus. <laughs> what the hell? Or, Let's look at the next one. Campy lobacter. Campy lopabacadocader. Old methods. Uh, yeah. So it. Yeah, be sure to you're cooking your turkey when it's frozen. You know, give it ample time to cook and to thaw. And uh, oh, it says keep your turkey in its original wrapping when thawing. Wash your hands. Yeah, this feels like a, we're like safety officers here. Um, yeah, Welcome back to the ineffably safe podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're like this isn't funny at all what we're doing here. We're just like this is like we're like kind of Debbie Downers here. Sure. Uh, and the last one here is sports injuries. Just, uh, you know, do your best to avoid sports injuries because people play football on Thanksgiving and yada, yada, yada. I guess that's why it's best to watch it instead of playing it. Yeah, because you always get that one family member that takes the sport way too serious. That's another reason why I'm not into, into sports too yep. serious. Yep. Yep. There's always that one family member that just wants to relive his old football days. Luckily, I didn't. I was never in, but none of my family members were ever like that. But I've heard stories from that's other, good. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. There was uh, your your boring little safety advice from from me and Deej. <laughs> let's get into some. <laughs> let's get the spirit of the woodpecker. This is the wood woodpecker safety talk. Next episode, we're going to give you guys an origin tale on why Mitch is called Spirit of the Woodpecker. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. I will spill the guts here. All right. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So let's do uh, these other. We got uh, five other news stories here. Uh, they're pretty short, so nothing crazy. But the first one here is the Great Thanksgiving Pie Riot of 1883. So in 1883, a pie shortage in Chicago led to a riot. When, wow. Okay. Uh, wow. When desperate customers overwhelmed a bakery resulting in chaos and destruction of the shop's windows. All for pie. Yeah, I like pie, but I don't like it that much. Yeah, I'm not going to go. Just make some, man. Yeah, yeah. It's 1883. This is, this is pre-depression, man. Yeah. Things were abundant. Yeah, there was there's no reason for them to act like this. That is Chicago. That's a that's a whole different breed of people there, I guess. Still, though. Yeah, that's it's nuts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you... How nuts have... is it, Mitch? Uh, Well, it would be... I would say platinum walnuts. 
platinum walnuts. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your first ever dive into our new rating system. Um, we're going to, anytime anybody says that that's nuts, here's our rating system, all right? We're going to go over this real quick because this is the yeah. best, this is the best yeah. thing here. Shit, was platinum walnuts even one of them? I'm not sure, like but we're, it should be, but we're going to, we're going to go right into it. Uh, the pretty nuts rating system. So when, it, when we say that's pretty nuts, like what kind of nuts are they and how pretty are they? All right. Number one, bronze peanut. Um, this is the starting point, basic foundational. Uh, number two, silver almond. Um, it's a step up, but it's a bit more special, but you know, it's nothing crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm allergic to almonds, so it's going to, it's going to stay down there. Yeah. Uh, number three, gold cashew. Are shining bright, representing a good level of awesomeness. Here we go. Platinum Brazil nut. That, that's where oh, you're looking for. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Platinum Brazil nut. It's rare and precious. It stands out. Number five, diamond pecan. Truly exceptional, reaching a premium level. Number six, the blue diamond walnut. Oh, blue exceptional, diamond walnut. Okay. Yeah. Exceptional, rare, a step beyond. Number seven, and my personal favorite, the Imperial Jade Pistachio. <laughs> <laughs> it's uniquely valuable, highly prized. All right, number eight, the Pink Star Cashew. A level of awesomeness that is rare and sought after. Mm. Number nine, the Ruby Chestnut. <laughs> My second favorite. Uh, a gem among ratings with a rich and unique flavor. Sounds like a stripper name. And number 10, the ultimate, the Tungsten Carbide Hazelnut. There it is. There Unbeatably it is. awesome, representing the pinnacle. <laughs> All right, so there, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Hey, they, that was you. You that was me. That, that was, was me. You that came up with tungsten carbide, and so. that was like at what, like four thirty in the morning. That's know? the way we do it, man. That is. I think. I think. Was I think? I think Nate was platinum walnut. I think he's the one that said that. I think that's why it was stuck. Or was that? It might have been. I maybe. That? I don't know. We were we were kind of just going off the cuff until we yeah. actually like centralized <laughs> it. So there, there you have it. That's the uh, pretty nuts rating system. You're gonna that hear is. that a lot. We're gonna rate yeah. every movie like that. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to be in with the out crowd. We don't want just like, yeah, one out of 10, two out of 10, that boring bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. We want, we want to know, you know, if it is it pretty nuts, how pretty are they? What kind of nuts are they? So there you go. There you have it. <laughs> so go ahead, Mitch, hit them with the, uh, the second news story there. All right. And this is the one that we just talked about before we, we came on here. So this was called the Turkey drop from a plane and it, in Yellville, Arkansas, the annual Turkey Trot Festival featured a bizarre event where live turkeys were thrown from out of were thrown out of a low-flying airplane. The unusual tradition continued for several years. So I was telling you, Deej, this was just a little bit before my time, but there was a show called WKRP in Cincinnati. And okay. it was it was it was based like on a radio show. And they did a uh, the first annual turkey drop. And they were doing this over the radio of this plane flying over. And it is, if, if you've never heard it, you've got to listen to it. It is the funniest thing because the one, the one character, he's just like, as God is my witness, I swore that turkeys could fly. You know, but he's going on this step by step of these turkeys just falling and not flying. And it is the funniest, one of the funniest things. And you'll see this time of the year i just actually saw it on facebook there's a uh, t-shirt place i think it's like t public and they they're making shirts said saying you know annual turkey drop you know wkrp in cincinnati 
highly, highly recommend you you go and uh, watch this clip. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, but I hey didn't man, know if that you it can was find it for me. Let me know. I'll yeah. watch it. Oh, absolutely. Well, that'll be something we can watch tonight. Okay. Um, but I didn't know that that maybe had an origin story. And there, there we go. So I just learned something here. Interesting. Yeah. You skipped a couple of them, but one of them we already talked about, the the, the turkey pardon. But anyway, the uh, this one's interesting. The uh, Thanksgiving Day dog show debacle of 1958. <laughs> <laughs> it says, during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade in 1958, a balloon of a dachshund dog collided with a street lamp, causing it to burst into flames. Oh, my God. Thankfully, nobody was injured, but it led to some changes in how the balloons were handled. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, and that could be... There's a Seinfeld episode where um, they're holding a Woody Woodpecker uh, balloon. Oh, but that's something completely different. Because they're at at someone's house and they drop a, a trophy on it. Okay, so that's... Yeah, that's something completely different. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> I like always three quarters of all my conversations end up being like, oh, you're seeing the office episode or Seinfeld. I'll be, hey, I okay. do that. I do that a lot. Um, you know, there's 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 a period of time where I lived with a bunch of guys back, you know, uh, uh, when I had moved out of my parents house for the first time. And a lot of our memories that we have were easily able to be recalled because of what movie we watched that day. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yep. Like we we could remember almost uh, to the day, like oh yeah we were watching uh you know we were watching Fast and the Furious you know Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. and like you know so and so did this and so and so said that and so and so got up and went to the kitchen and came back and then this happened yada, yada yada we were able to recall the whole evening based off that because that's what we did like we would go and we get a red box movie some crackers and some cheese you know um, and have a little bit of. Uh, have a little bit of fun in the house and party it up and we always remembered exactly what happened so it's okay to recall using pop culture that's pop culture pop culture and sports is pretty much my whole life i feel like anymore and that's okay i'm cool go- i'm cool with that it is okay and now this podcast and now the podcast absolutely where i can spill it all out at once except that's sports, right but that's okay we'll yeah. get there <laughs> we will <laughs> I'm, so I'll now, probably lose some friends that day. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, so this is an odd one. So it says the Great Thanksgiving Turkey Pardon, 1989. It says the tradition of the U.S. president pardoning a Thanksgiving turkey is believed to have started with George H.W. Bush in 1989. He officially spar- spared a turkey named Abe and sent it to a petting zoo instead of being served for Thanksgiving dinner. So now that starts the, was it 1947 or was it 1989? Or yeah, did, I don't know. Or That's did, weird. Yeah, or did Truman start it and then nobody did it for a while and then uh, Bush decided to bring it back. I so thought it happened every year, but... Yeah. yeah. That's George H.W. Bush. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Again, you maybe, maybe we shouldn't... Maybe we should just stop naming naming animals that are going to be eaten oh yeah you never want to name an animal that you're going to eat yeah that's well, just... like i tell you that that lady that brings my wife the meat you know she's always like oh here's 10 pounds of marvin and it's like oh my god like how can you get a cow and name the cow and then turn around and kill the cow and butcher i couldn't i just that's not in my dna i guess like once you name something interesting it's gonna, yeah it's gonna live forever 
Well, until it dies of natural causes, but... Right, yeah, that's yeah. that's wild. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the last one here we have is the Twilight Zone Turkey Mishap of 1961. And I've, I've never seen a single episode of the Twilight Zone, but I get the point. And it says on no November 21st... No, yeah, 21st. Jeez, please. <laughs> November 23rd, 1961, a real-life incident echoed a plot from the Twilight Zone. A power outage in parts of the U.S. Northeast disrupted Thanksgiving dinners, leaving families to enjoy their meals by candlelight. Huh. Wild. That is wild. What? Well, wait a minute. November. When the hell was, uh, wasn't JFK? No, that was 63, not 61. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never watched a single episode of Twilight Zone. Not a single. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I tried to watch it one time, and I'm like, nah, this just isn't my, not my thing. Gotcha. Yeah. So the other news stories we have here, we might as well just save for another episode because they yeah. aren't Thanksgiving related. So we'll just move that on. But they're very yeah. interesting. So we'll go on to our random question roundup. We don't have to read all of these, but we can read some of them and um, go from there. All right. Hey, I'll do number one here. So, oh, God, if turkeys could talk, what do you think they would say on Thanksgiving to avoid being eaten? That's oh, my God, literally anything. Yeah. And that's all they'd have to do is just say something. And I'd be like, all right, well, I guess we're going to have lasagna. Do you have any friends that are mutes? Yeah, really? Oh, that yeah, was terrible. That is, oh my God. I used to ask this... that question a lot to people at Domino's. Like, hey, if this pizza could speak, like, what if it like rained out in agonizing pain when you cut oh, it? Deej. Oh, <laughs> Like I said, I, the only thing I could hope for is like, if that particular turkey was like, an asshole you know very oh yeah like if it was like a racist you know bigot you know or say something you know to insult me then i'd be like all right it's time to die but right. I, it would i i just i don't think i could do it i don't know i mean oh. i think i'm with you man if it yeah. said anything i'd be like all right um, yeah that's why i'm you're, not guess you're eating with us or you hopefully yeah. you're a cannibal because yeah. yeah. one of your I other friends is dying Yep, that's why I can't. I'm not a hunter. I'm not a fisher. Fisher? Fisherman? I'm not a fisher. Yeah, whatever. I get it. I, we understood. I, I don't. I, I can't do that. So I don't know. That's never been in my in my blood. To, I guess if I absolutely had to, I'd probably be able to kill something. But I just, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I know those animals aren't even talking to me. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll come across a little TikTok of a, of, a, of a little child that's just now discovering that we kill animals to eat them. Yeah. And they're like, but why? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how vegans are born. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you could have any celebrity join your Thanksgiving dinner, let's say dead or alive, who would it be and why? Ooh, I might have to have you go first. I'm going to go with Jim Carrey. Oh, he would be fun. Just because I like Jim Carrey and I think that yeah. he would be an entertaining, entertaining guest. Yeah. I... I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go as, as just a random Tom Hanks. I, I just Tom Hanks just seems like he'd be fun, not like I over agree the with top that. fun. He'd just be like a nice, cool hangout guy. Yeah, like know? a really warm presence. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I yep. like that. That's yeah. cool. I like Tom Hanks. Yeah, I do too. He seems like just a super down to earth fella. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What the hell is this? Would you rather fight? Fight one turkey-sized pumpkin 
Wait, am I saying this right? Would you rather fight one turkey-sized pumpkin or ten pumpkin-sized turkeys? <laughs> oh, I'm going with the latter. I'm going with the turkey-sized pumpkin because I already won. Well, yeah, it's ten pumpkin-sized turkeys. Turkeys are mean sons of bitches. But they're stupid. But, they're, but they are stupid and they are the size of pumpkins. But there's still ten of them. I'd go. I'd do the one turkey size. I'd rather do a turkey sized pumpkin. I think. Does the pumpkin have legs? Like, is it running? Is it like, what's it doing? I don't know. What's it's vague. It? Yeah. So I'm going, I'm going with, with the pumpkin. Yeah, same here because I've yeah. already won that. But turkeys, yeah. yeah, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight anything that moves. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, if the pumpkins can start running, and if he's got some, you know, some sort of like weapons and shit, then maybe. I might have to rethink that. Right. But it's not, it's kind of, like you said, it's kind of vague. So, yeah, give me the pumpkin. I think I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if Thanksgiving were a movie genre, would it be a romantic comedy, a horror film, or a superhero blockbuster? Right off the bat, I'm, I'm thinking immediately I'm getting vibes of... Uh, Jingle all the way, but like where you know a guy is trying to like go and get like the most coveted turkey. Yeah, and he ends up like a you know and like a superhero in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is essentially Jingle All the Way. Yeah, but but taking place at Thanksgiving time instead. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, and when I think Thanksgiving, I think of you know planes, trains, and automobiles. But that's just a straight up comedy, which does get sad at the end, though. I can't stand the end, though. Oh my god. Talk about, you know, getting feelings. When he walked, oh my God. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll be able to talk about that later. Yeah, total plot um, twist. Yeah. Um, so I would have to, I'd have to lean more towards romantic comedy. But if I could take the romantic out, just be a straight comedy. I, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. But superhero blockbuster, yeah, like I'm with you, like with Jingle All the Way. Um, but I'm, I'll go romantic comedy, more of the, more of the comedy. Right. Yeah. Let's see. All right. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> what if mashed potatoes were declared the official currency of Thanksgiving? How would the economy change? I mean, the sh dude, but the market, the potato market would be out of this world. Oh, it would be. Can you imagine? Oh, I'd be eating all the damn money, though. You Would you have to mash it before you gave it? I would assume so, because if, if they're saying that it's mashed, yeah, so you're going to have to mash it, and then you then you give it out. So, yeah. That would be... <laughs> I don't even know, man. That's just yeah. such a weird question. Yeah, because like, it's just the like... At grocery well, store, yeah, like, hold like, on, let me grab my potatoes. Yeah. And she's like, that's like, a quarter, that's a third of a mashed potato. Just yeah, like... like Grab You'd out your buck knife and like, just. Yeah, everyone's gonna have to get like a big ass freaking barn, just nothing but potatoes. And uh, yeah, only for weird. Thanksgiving. The rest of the year, it's all just regular. Money oh, 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 it does say just for Thanksgiving. Okay, but still, you're gonna want a lot of you're gonna want a lot of potatoes. I mean, it would boost the economy because no one would be spending real money. It's true. That's true. <laughs> Jesus. Could you imagine standing in the grocery store line? Like that's a third of a potato, and then you have to like grab your knife and cut it out and smash uh, it a little bit, and then here you go. There. We, we have like a like a giant bin, like our yogurt bins, just fill it with mashed potatoes. Oh god, <laughs> so weird. Oh, uh, that is weird. Very weird. Oh my. 
Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip down here and see. Um, in an alternate universe, if Thanksgiving is celebrated with a grand parade of giant food-shaped balloons, what balloon would you want to see floating in the sky? Giant food-shaped balloons. Like a giant cr- can of cranberry sauce. Yeah, get that that dip with. Make sure it's jiggling, and then you know, make. I guess the cranberries got to bounce too, so we don't want the want them bouncing. And it's got I it's got a ga- it's got like a it's got like a gavel. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, that because it's judging you. It is judging. Yeah, see, and I already feel like there's probably already uh, turkey balloons. I would likely, assume. yeah, like you know, it's been a while. Like since a I've like a pilgrim hat or something. Yeah, yeah. seems likely. And it's got those stupid little ah, uh, oh, what's the little uh, the white thing on that they that it puts on the turkey on the legs, you know, when it's cooked. It looks like a pilgrim hat, kind of, or not pilgrim hat, but like a, a chef's, chef's hat. Chef's hat, yeah. yeah. What the hell are those? What the hell are those things? We should have looked that up. I just now <laughs> thought of that. Like, what the hell is the point of that chef's hat on the on the nub of the of the leg? I don't get it. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, so my food shaped balloon. You know, I. Let's do uh, do a big ass pumpkin pie. A big ass pumpkin pie. Yeah, which wow. I guess all the balloons are gonna be big ass anyway. So, wow. All right, this is like I don't know. This is it's exactly what you think it is for no reason at all. This is the small chef's hat on cooked turkey legs is a decorative touch that some people add for presentation purposes. It's not a traditional or necessary element, but it can add a whimsical or festive flair to the dish. People often use creative garnishes or accessories during holiday meals for visual appeal. I don't know about that, but I, I never would. It does absolutely nothing. No, no, it's whimsical. (laughs) I feel like we've used whimsical already. Like I think we used whimsical last week. That might be our. Our weekly word. And never be whimsy. (laughs) Whimsically sublime. Whimsically sublime. But like, I don't know, man. Like that. If I saw that at a house, if I went there and I was just like, wow, how undeniably whimsical of you (laughs) to add this flair to these turkey. Like, may I please have a leg? It looks divine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know what made me think of that. I, I don't think I've ever seen one in person, though, either. I don't but, think I've, I've ever so seen anybody decorate. Imagine a giant tur- like balloon that is a turkey, but it's a cooked turkey. That's something I've yeah. never seen. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. A cooked turkey. Like a beautiful cooked turkey. Yeah. Just giant Ooh. Macy's Day balloon. Now, That's so this, weird. Just it. pissing off vegans left and right. <laughs> so now let me ask you this. Are you a white meat or a dark meat guy when it comes to turkey? Oh, don't man. I really don't care. But, like, if I had to choose, I'm going to choose dark meat just because it's not as dry. But, like, I'll, honestly, f- so for Friendsgiving, and I may have I may have said this to you before, but, like, last year, I we were getting ready for a Friendsgiving dinner, and I opened the turkey that I had, and I don't know what happened, but it was rancid. Oh. And... Thankfully, it wasn't on Thanksgiving, so like mm-hmm. stores were still open, but the, I was running out of time. 
Okay. Like, I either needed to put the turkey in right at that exact moment, or we weren't having turkey. So I instead went and bought about about four rotisserie chickens, and we just had that instead. There and it go. went over it went over really well. So we just yeah. decided that from now on, for Friendsgiving, we're having chicken. There you go. Not a dang thing wrong with that. We've actually had a couple different years. We've actually legit had lasagna for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, um, and I think I did that one year too. Yep, we did ham a couple times. I think last last couple years we've actually done a ham. The, the one that's already, it's already comes like pre-sliced and it's got like, uh, uh, it's got a big pouch of like brown sugar seasoning stuff that oh, you put yeah, on it. Good stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. leave off the pineapple. What are you doing with pineapple uh, people? I, yeah. Come on. Autumn, I don't, Autumn I don't, does I don't. that. Yeah. She'll my wife that. does too. Yeah. And she'll put cherries on it too. I just don't it's care. Like, no, I don't care either. Why it's, do we have to do it that way? I know. <laughs> Why can't we just leave? Like let the picky whimsical. It is. It 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 has, gives a whimsical, festive look, but I don't really give a shit if it's on there or not. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. It's not gonna make or break a meal if there's whimsy. No, no. I don't care. You know some what people, I mean? That's what parsley's like for. That's what parsley's for. <laughs> Dump some parsley on it. Parsley. That looks delicious. Yeah, yeah. Just some little flakes of parsley on there. Maybe there some melted go. cheese. Oh yeah, put some cheese on that. Some cheese, cheese on, on everything. Earth, put some parsley. Yeah, that yeah. looks good. Yep. Like turn Makes the turkey sense. into a slice of garlic bread. That's now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little paprika, uh, maybe you know, for color. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, can, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I I will say though, it it does with the pineapple. It does kind of look a little bit better, but I don't I don't like pineapple though. But it does give a nice little look though i will admit it i i poo poo it but i i like it yeah i mean i can i i can see both can, sides yeah i can be whimsy if i want i've got some i've got a little you know tinge of whimsicals in me right yeah all right so uh as we round toward the end of the show we're gonna do another round of super fights and uh then we will uh call this one and then we'll be back shortly after for some talk about plane trains and automobiles and thanksgiving in movies so that'll be fun so i'm gonna go ahead and draw for you again mitch all right so you have a pirate all right okay just a regular old pirate, regular pirate. um he has x-ray vision Ooh, okay and he has a six foot long neck the hell so we got a giraffe looking pirate with x-ray vision okay Okay, and I have Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is armed with a freeze ray. And he's riding a motorcycle. Oh, um, I don't stand a chance. My you x-ray vision my x-ray vision ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, but you can see me coming through walls around a six foot corner, so there's that. Yeah. But you're always going to be able to be six feet ahead of me. But that's just my neck, though. Yeah. You know, but, you know, still with my weapons, I don't think I'm going to be able to. I mean, you're right. If I see you, yeah, I can speed towards you and hit you in my freeze ray. But we are Homer Simpson. So yeah. we have a little bit of a, you know, a downside yeah, as far as yeah. brain capacity goes. So I don't know yeah. if Homer would be smart enough to outwit a cunning pirate. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of how I could, how I could, how I could beat you. I mean, yeah, with the neck, I could see you coming. X-ray vision. You know, and I, I'm probably pretty good with a sword, and I don't think, what, pirates really don't have any... They're pretty much just swordsmen, aren't they? Yeah, but listen, man, here's here's what I would say, because, and I'm on your side on this one, because, like, I feel like Homer's just an idiot. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like he would, like, try to shoot with his freeze ray and then hit his motorcycle with just, like, flip. <laughs> and then you'd have the, on the ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. could like stick your sword in your mouth and like creep around a corner and hit me as I'm slipping. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'd still. Okay. I'm. I don't know. Maybe I just love Homer so much. I think I'd, I'm gonna have to go. I think Homer would end up winning this, even though he is a, a you know, a, can be a bit of a, a dolt. Um. You might be just, right, but I yeah. feel like the pirate takes it. I think Homer takes it. Isn't that crazy? You pulled me for the pirate, <laughs> you for Homer, but we ended up flip flopping. And I'm trying That's to true, say, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm I'm figuring Homer would win. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll, a, maybe, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll think on it a little bit, and yeah. you know, if there if you have more, then you know, we'll bring it up. But yeah, I'm now. I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna. I'm I'm pretty. Uh, pretty positive i'm i'm saying homer's gonna homer would win this because he is good on because isn't he uh i didn't really watch the simpsons movie but doesn't he do something with the motorcycle around this big a big sphere kind of thing oh maybe he might be skilled on a motorcycle i think i think yeah i'm calling homer on this one all right we'll have to we'll have to yeah I'll I'll come back next time with with more thought on that. Okay. That's my thought process. Right. Maybe I, I'll probably forget, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure going to go with the pirate. You're going to go with Homer. So yeah, yeah, we'll go. And with we'll that. see what so, episode, maybe maybe our listeners can chime in and they can give us what they think. Yeah, um, who you think would win? Yeah, pirate with yeah. a six foot neck and X ray vision, or Homer on a motorcycle with a freeze ray? Yeah, yeah, that's what we have. So. Okay, guys. Well, as we wrap up another uproarious journey through the inexplicably sublime, we have to leave you with another challenge. Please share your thoughts on today's topics that we've covered. What is your take on Thanksgiving? What are your favorite things? What are your favorite foods? All the things that we talked about. Do you know any more interesting news stories that have happened on Thanksgiving? Or do you yourself and your family have something crazy that has happened to them on Thanksgiving involving a turkey fryer or something along those lines? (laughs) Connect with us on our social media, drop your wittiest ideas, and become part of the Ineffably Sublime community. We are on Facebook, TikTok, Threads, and Instagram, plus many more. You are able to find our podcast pretty much anywhere that you can get a podcast. And please don't forget to subscribe for a guaranteed dose of laughter and enlightenment. And if you liked us, please leave us a review. It is exceedingly helpful in people to find our show. I believe that we had quite a few impressions on Spotify in terms of um, showing up in search engines. So keep coming with the reviews and and we will show up under the category of comedy and improv, I think that's where we're at. So that being said, we you can join us next time for a lovely discussion on plane trains and automobiles i think that's what we're going to be talking about maybe even turkey hollow if mitch gets around to watching it if not then whatever it is what it is <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll get to watching it i'll get to watching it absolutely so that being said that is the second episode of ineffably sublime thank you guys for listening
and we'll see you next time and happy thanksgiving if we aren't there between now and then which we should be because i, I want to get that episode out for thanksgiving so yep there yep. is that yep but Absolutely. uh thanks, Thank thanks you so again much, for listening yep gobble gobble <laughs> there you have it we have been your guides through the wonderfully weird and we can't wait to dive deeper into these categories in future episodes Stay tuned for more unpredictable, edgy, and uniquely hilarious content. And remember, it's a strange world out there, but it's all part of the ineffable, the sublime, and the magnificently bizarre. Thanks for listening, and be sure to stay tuned for more.